welcome to Changing Academic Life. I'm Geraldine Fitzpatrick, and this is a podcast series where academics and others share their stories, provide ideas, and provoke discussions about what we can do individually and collectively to change academic life for the better. Welcome. So this is going to be my end of year reflection and what a year it has been, hasn't it? 2020, will we ever forget that? So many big issues, not just COVID-19, but uh, political issues, environmental disasters, um, weather, huge weather events. So many people impacted in so many ways this year. So following up from my earlier reflections as well, um, we are still uh, in Australia unexpectedly. I, I would never have put any money on us still being here at Christmas or for the new year. And this is one of the characteristics of this year, isn't it, that it's just been so unpredictable at every turn. We thought we would be back in Vienna in a few months, in a couple of months even. And the year has been full of lessons about that. In in the business world, they often talk about VUCA. Uh, we live in a VUCA world, which is um, volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous. And if ever there's been a VUCA year, I think 2020 has been it. And I know that we've often talked about uh, returning to normal or the new normal. And I'm starting to think that one of the lessons from this year is the reminder that everything is always changing and challenging. And it just so happens that we've got a concentration of, of um, challenges and changes this year. But there will never be any real stable time. There are always events that will challenge us or changes in technology or changes in policies or whatever that we need to respond to or in our own personal life circumstances. And for me, I think one of the lessons for this year has been how to maybe just embrace that sense of ongoing change as just being where it's at. So realising things that are never going to settle, there are always going to be challenges. And part of that then is also that you're always going to be on a learning curve and that that's okay. And learning can be difficult and challenging and uncomfortable sometimes, but we come out of it in some way better um, for having learnt the lessons of that time. I know that there have been lots of challenges and we've experienced them as well, but in different ways. I know also that every one of you have experienced very different challenges and that's one of the things that's been quite striking is that the the experiences your experiences depend on what country you're living in what city you're living in what your family circumstances what your living situation is what your job is and so i can only speak for myself and one of the, some of the things that i've learned this year are how much I really need to live with because we came over with a suitcase for a couple of weeks and here we still are. And we haven't had all our things and we haven't had an oven and, and some of some some you know, practical things like this, but we've still had a good life really. 
We've had incredibly generous friends and family that I'm grateful for. I've learnt more about what's important. It's been great being able to take the time to prioritise for me time in the morning for just some time for, for myself to do something that I like, to do some exercise, to just spend some time sitting and enjoying a cup of tea before I start work because I've been starting work a little bit later so that I can overlap with the European time zone for meetings in the evening. And it's actually been a great model to, to have a couple of hours in the morning before I start work and I'm wondering how I can continue that. It's also been great challenging but also interesting to have meetings blocked, time blocked towards the end of the day where the time overlap is and I realised how much of my days normally are broken up by meetings all through the day and so I'm going to be looking at how I can continue to create better blocks and chunks of time to do the things that I need to do and, and to, to chunk meetings together more. And of course, we've all learned lots of new things about new ways of teaching online, uh, running meetings, running webinars, running courses, um, having Zoom meetings, Zoom, 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 Zoomed out. Um, can you hear me? Internet crashes. But we're still here despite all these challenges and we've done well enough and I think we can really be proud of getting here no matter how hard it's been or how, what state we're in. I'm also really proud of what our peer community has, communities have achieved this year. I don't know about you, but I've seen countless acts of kindness and peer support. I know that we've also seen lots of also um, increasing aggression and agitation that may be associated with the times. But I've also seen people reaching out to one another, um, supporting one another, uh, you know, heads of departments and faculties sending out emails telling people it's okay that you're not going to be working at your full capacity right now given everything else is going on. Um, I'm grateful for amazing colleagues in my own research group who've been so good at looking after one another and the morning hangout that is there for everyone just to drop into and the people who set that up and run it. I'm grateful to our volunteers in our communities who've had enormous jobs this year responding to the challenges of COVID and the uncertainty, the bookiness of it in organising conferences. I was a co-chair of one of our big conferences for 2019 and I thought that was a big job, but it's nothing compared to what I see my colleagues doing now, trying to work out whether they can hold conferences face-to-face -face or not and then it hybrid or do they go fully virtual and then all of the myriad of details involved in that. So a huge shout out and thank you to all of you who have continued to make our communities work in, in, in very practical ways and, and to keep us connected to one another. And that's been interesting too, the language of this time. You know, we, people are talking about um, social distancing and I really wish we would talk about physical distancing instead of social distancing because of, of any time we actually need to be physically um, distanced, of course, 
but more than anything, we need to be socially connected. And that's what I see many of the initiatives going on about enabling that social connection and that peer connection to continue. Reflecting more personally and thinking about this podcast series, Changing Academic Life, well, uh, academic life has certainly been changing, but my contributions to it through the podcast uh, conversations with, with colleagues hasn't been very active this year for lots of reasons. I think in some parts I was also expecting that I would be able to uh, connect to people face-to-face, which is where I prefer doing um, the, the, the interviews, the recordings, but also just the challenges of time zone and uh, just trying to keep the day job going with all of those other challenges. So we we did have some interesting conversations with Pejman and Anna Ruder and Eunice and um, my, I did also did sort of amusings from Australia episode. Uh, and hopefully, even though there are only a few, there were still some interesting insights there for you or, or food for thought. Around the podcast, though, we've also been able to do some new things. So we, we ran a webinar looking at some of the challenges for academia in, in this current COVID situation. Um, and also um, Austin Rayner and myself uh, co-facilitated an academic leadership development course on behalf of Informatics Europe, and the webinar was with Informatics Europe as well. And that was with a great cohort of people and also a very um, good learning experience for ourselves as well and something that we'll be repeating in the spring, um, running a different, uh, another version of the course then. There's also been the experience of running uh, workshops for projects, for example, about bias in selection and diversity, um, running workshops for uh, the Greek uh, ACM women's um, group for their conference on uh, you know, making a better academic life, um, various keynotes, uh, the, you know, for example, talking to future digi leaders, you know, women and non-binary people uh, at a Stockholm conference. So there still have been lots of interesting possibilities to connect and make a difference and looking to looking forward to being able to do more in the coming year. And one of the things that I do plan to do that, that I'll announce here is that I, I want to start recognising that I'm not getting the, the long-form conversations done at the moment very often. I want to start a regular bite-sized series that I'm going to call Related Work and it's capturing, what I want to do is pick up a, a short, a small idea um, and reflect on it from both what the research evidence says about it and you know, reflecting on my own anecdotal experiences where relevant. So they will be short five to ten minute episodes, I think, um, on a single topic that will perhaps just provide different forms of food for thought as we're moving forward. So thank you for listening to this. Um, glad that you're still around. I do hope to be able to come back with more uh, and hoping that we're able to continue to find ways to change our own academic life for the better and academic life more generally with the longer, slower change things. And I love in some ways that COVID has given us 
reminders that there's more that we can change and that it's okay to make changes and make mistakes and learn from them and can we take those lessons forward in the future. So all the best as you continue to try to stay healthy and sane and well during this time and stay connected. You can find the summary notes and related links for this podcast on www.changingacademiclife.com. You can also subscribe to Changing Academic Life on iTunes and now also on Stitcher. And you can follow Change Acad Life on Twitter. And if something connected with you, please consider sharing this podcast with your colleagues so that we can widen the conversation about how we can do academia differently.